Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. It's Thursday night and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Uh, we have got one heck of a great show for you tonight. Um, before we start, um, I just wanted to address something that was on my Facebook page, just because it's my page and I can and I want to. So I put an article on there about Elon Musk wanting to buy over Twitter so he can make it censor free. And oh my gosh, you'd think that I'd, I'd said that Jesus didn't exist especially on Easter Sunday. It's like everyone's coming on. Ah, nah, 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 nah. But I got to tell you, the ones that I like the most are the guys like uh, Tom. I don't know who Tom is, but Tom comes on and he has to say something about, you know, they're just trying to stop homophobia and sexism and that kind of thing. And if I just have trouble understanding how people don't agree with that, <laughs> like, the reason they don't agree with it is because all the stuff they were censoring me for and other people about masks and, and vaccines and all that stuff, they were cutting me off and taking me off. Now it's all true. <laughs> so, Tom, here's what I'd like to say to you if you're out there watching, which you probably aren't, but I would like to say this anyway, just because it makes me feel better is, you know, I know you're culturally obedient and that's just who you are. But instead of asking us to do your homework, go watch some other sources of information because you might learn something. It's just good to kind of have all kinds of information so you can make a better choice. So with that said, now I feel better. So what we have tonight is a lot of good stuff. Um, reach the Beach, my wife and I have been doing the bike ride, oh my gosh, for I think 10 or 15 years. And it is one of the highly most Oh, it is the best put together ride. We do a lot of them. Harvest Century, all these different rides. Reach the Beach is the gold standard. And then for the last last year, they had a virtual event. The year before that, they did not have an event. But it's it's really, it's riding from Portland area all the way to Pacific City. So Reach the Beach, get it? And it raises money for the American Lung Association. So I'm, I called up and talked to Julian, uh, the director over there. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the race. I'm going to show you a video from last year. But more than that, we're going to talk about lung issues, lung things. And I, I, I teased you with, you probably don't know the second leading cause of lung cancer. Um, and and, and I, Julie and I had this conversation and I was like going, oh my gosh, this is something I can actually do something about. And also obviously smoking and tobacco use, I can do something about that too. That's one thing about a lot of lung issues, I think. I, and we'll talk to Julian a little bit about that. Kim Stark's also here tonight. Um, she's, in fact, I'm just going to bring her in. There she is. Hey, Kimmy. <laughs> I knew you might do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wait for you to make your eye face. You had, she made a kind of a funny look and I, I, I wait for that. Um, <laughs> oh, that was just an Elena. That wasn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Easter and some stuff going on with Easter and that sort of thing as well. Kim's also going to be involved in the conversation we have with, uh, our friends over at, um, uh, the American Lung Association. Um, one of our advertisers, Derek Roser. Uh, Roser Real Estate Group. Uh, they have four houses, and I'm going to put these up here because otherwise I'm going to forget. And so I'm going to make sure I get these on here. They got some property available, and I'm going to show you the little banner here. So there's the banner. And then Hi, Gary. the property, um, where was the, oh, it's in the, uh, hold on just a sec. Let me get to the comments. So here's where they are. It's 34014 West Peebles Street in Eugene. It's $275,000, 2.4 acres. Then there's the McKinsey Highway in Vita, 339,000, and that's 38 acres. And then there's some property on Arrowhead in, in Eugene, and that's $149,000. It's 0.7 acres. And then Moon Mountain Drive, 
They have a $230,000 lot and it's a third of almost a little more than a third of an acre. So uh, Derek is one of the sponsors of our show tonight. And I just want to make sure, but those are some properties they have. We had another property that we were going to show tonight, but darn that guy, he sold it. It's like, oh. it's like it's pending. <laughs> Dang it, he's doing his job. It's like, if, can you just wait and make him pending after the show? <laughs> oh because you know you would love that wouldn't you with your luck on your house right now <laughs> steve says the people's properties in his hood so yeah that's some that's some great locations and i just called Derek rosa real estate and you can find out more uh information about that so kim i'm gonna run the open and then i'm gonna run the uh, reach the beach uh, package and then we'll come back and talk to julian for a second okay okay you're so agreeable tonight. Look at her. All right. So here we go. Let's kick off the show. Let's go. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the, bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have... Hey, guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? There's a cost. Oh, yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... We'll see if I... She is, she is so easy, huh? I mean, good night. This is the 29th year of Reach the Beach. We're known as the kickoff to the Oregon cycling season. We uh, are the second largest fundraising event for the American Lung Association nationwide, and we're known as the best supported ride in the Northwest. So who is this you're riding? Um, for my father-in-law, Larry MP, and uh, this year especially for Maricel. Um, because lung cancer is something that nobody should have to deal with and struggle. We're going to have 2,300 riders on the road this year. We're here for, for clean air, so go Toyota supporting clean air. And uh, we're here because of our good friend Rory Weinstein who died of uh, stage 4 lung cancer. My own mother who died when I was just 21. Um, my mother-in-law Helen who's currently hospitalized with COPD. Um, so there's a lot of fight for here and we're just part of it, fundraising to help the American Lung Association do education and research in the fight for clean air. So we start the Century Ride in uh, Portland, Oregon, and then we, uh, we hit Carlton, which is eight, uh, 70 miles to the finish, uh, Amity, which is 55, Grand Ronde, which is 25, and then we end at Pacific City at the Pelican Pub on the beach. My name is Adriza Amirza. I, and I'm the CEO for Icelandic, uh, Glacial, and Rory was in, on my the, the sales team. I know you can see this. Uh, oh. Oh, we've seen you guys. Yeah, yeah, we've seen your team out here before. So the company he worked for was Icelandic Glacial Water, and they're now sponsors of the team as well. And, uh, and in Iceland, they know that the unicorn is a real thing and not a mythical being. My name is Karen Costello, and I am here with the Icelandic Unicorn Cruisers. There's about 30 of us, and we are riding in honor of Rory Weinstein. I'm Kelly, and I'm Rory Weinstein's wife. We were married for 15 years. Hi, I'm, I'm Tristan. I'm, I'm actually Rory uh, Weinstein's stepson, and um, it's just amazing to see the impact that he's had on everybody's life. And it's a personal deal. Uh, every single one of us these days is touched one way or other by airway disease, lung cancer, COPD, asthma, 
And the problems are getting worse. This affects millions and millions of Americans, many more globally, and it's a disease that's really worth fighting to overcome. Lung disease is the number one cancer killer of women, um, which a lot of people don't know about. Uh, they always think of the, uh, the other cancers, but uh, unfortunately it's the, uh, the number one cancer killer in women. It's the fact I can do it, is why I will do it, it's something I can pour my energy into. And when I'm suffering a little bit going up a hill, I think of all those people who suffer with every step they take every day, where climbing a stairway is hard, where anything that I take for granted is hard. I can suffer a little bit for them, but I can also raise money and fundraise for them. And it's great to see three teams at the top of the stack today fighting it out for first place, everyone raising money. Uh, for this fight against cancer. We'll end up raising about $750,000 by the time everything's said and done after, uh, after today. This means we're going to kick in the butt of cancer and we're going to make sure that other people don't suffer what he suffered, that other people don't lose their loved ones and, and family members and that's what we're doing. We're going to get rid of cancer in, in our lifetime. I think I might cry. I don't know. Um, it was pretty overwhelming. Just thinking about, um, it's it's a cathartic experience when you have somebody you're writing for. And um, it's pretty humbling to see how many people came out for him. that has had lung disease, that is maybe currently fighting their battle with lung disease, or maybe has recently lost their battle with lung disease. We want to honor them today and remember them today. We ask you to please take that flower and place it gently in the ocean and you can have your own time, private time, to say goodbye. I feel that if we stop talking about him and stop thinking about him and, and I, I mean this, this event in his honor, it keeps him alive. It keeps him alive for all of us and, and I, I don't ever want to forget him or the positive impact he had in my life or the lives of so many people. I look at it and I, I just get inspired. I see, I see people with their badges and people riding for in the memory of people that they love. It is absolutely inspiring, especially we need a lot more inspiration in the world now. I can't bring him back and I get full of tears when I think that he can't be here with us, but this is what we can do for him in his honor and in his memory.
thing. I, I, was, I wasn't expecting that. I guess because one of the years that Kathy and I wrote that, uh, right after I found out I had cancer and uh, we'd already signed up and I started my treatment. And three days after my treatment, I started, I was um, doing Reach the Beach. I writing. And when we came up with the finish line, uh, my son and his girlfriend were there. And all those people were clapping and ringing bells. And I went, oh my God. I'm going to be a survivor of cancer. It wasn't lung cancer, but this is, I'm going to be a survivor of cancer. And Kathy and I just broke down and it was like the most amazing emotional thing. So I just have this like love affair for that event. And um, it's really quite amazing. But I was not expecting that. And those people were so nice when I did that a couple years ago. And they were the most wonderful people. And everybody in the ride is wonderful. So I am just thrilled that Reach the Beach is back in the physical realm. Um, so that's a really great thing. So let's bring Kim on. Hi, Kim. I'm sorry. I had to take a second there. Oh, my gosh. I know. That package made me tear up. That was the music and everything. That was so well done. And this is Julian Dillon with the American Lung Association. And Julian, thank you for doing what you guys do. And I, I want to learn more. Kim and I want to learn more about, um, you know, there's a lot of facts in that little story there, little information. But I think it always becomes lung cancer. And lung cancer is a big deal. But there's all kinds of CPOD. I met so many people who their grandmother or somebody died of CPOD. And um so I've had the slideshow here and you just go ahead and start, you can talk and kind of tell us that the event is back this year, but it's going to be a little different. So why don't you explain to that for people? Well, first of all, that, thank you for this opportunity. And that really was a truly wonderful um, piece that you started off with there. And I want to thank you for that. Um, I've only been doing this two years, but Rory is still riding with us. That team is still riding. I was in fact just on the call uh, before this with one of the team members because everyone who raises a thousand dollars or more it becomes what we call a champion for lung health and they have this incredible team still going and I was calling one of their team members who just become a champion and wow. it was really wonderful just to it really reminded me that one of the things that Reach the Beach does is we ride in memory of people and we bring them along with us and I think we strengthen people we we help them with their memories. We, we turn their memories into a celebration, if you like. And, mm -hmm. um, and I and love help, it. And you help their families. I think, you know what I mean? With to, to still have a purpose for his wife to still go, mm -hmm. Oh, Rory did this. This is something he did and we can still do this for mm -hmm. him. You give the, you know, and that's bonding. We need all the bonding we can get. <laughs> you <know>? Yes. <laughs> and you, you bring up a very important point there because the mission of the American Lung Association is to save lives by improving lung health and preventing lung disease. But one of our strategic things is to not just support people with a lung disease, but support their families. And mm -hmm. I think that's an incredibly important part of what we do. Um, but yes, we are so excited. Reach the Beach is back. Yay! So 
The last time we did it was 2019, which I think might have been when you shot that or it might have been 2018. Yeah. It was one of those years. Um, and so we had to do one virtual year and then we did one year in which we actually had to squeeze it all inside one county. So we did everything inside Washington oh. County because they were able to get us the permit. And we did it in a very unusual way. Everybody was socially distanced and it was just a very different experience. But it worked. It was a smaller group, but it absolutely worked. And the unicorn cyclists, the Icelandic unicorn cyclists, they did it that year and they did it virtually the year before. And so we are heading back to the beach. We are, as as always, we have our four different start points with um, ranging from 100 to 75 to 50 to 25. Not exactly on there, but, you know, um, and the same changes actually that you mentioned except the only difference is the 100 is starting in Twalton just yeah. south of Portland then we over in Carlton we'll be starting the, um, the 75 we'll be in Amity to start the 50 and then Grand Ronde we'll be starting the 25 we'll have all the same amazing food along the way and snacks and all the incredible SAG support and then a great big fabulous lunch or if you're a little bit later we'll call it dinner um back at the beach um some of the features that are coming back which i love and keep hearing about so much is at grand ronde we have this incredible salmon hash that everybody seems to love and talk about so that's <laughs> back we'll be making that fresh at the uh, grand ronde rest stop and 25 mile start and and something i also because i i've only been doing this for two years which means i haven't been doing it because of covid um so <laughs> One of the other things I learned is just amazing stories about what people do. There is where we start in Amity. There is a school teacher who gets her kids together and they make sandwiches and they uh-huh. serve them for all our riders. Yeah. And they do that for free. And I keep um, I keep hearing about all these incredible things that people do to support the um, incredible riders that we have. And then there's there's one other change at the end, which is we will no longer be going down the main street through the middle of Pacific City. We have we're going around the edge, and then so we'll be coming at the the finish line from the um, the northern direction. This was something that we were asked to do by the town mm-hmm. just for safety, because there was concern mm-hmm. about cyclists, people opening car doors, not paying attention, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other amazing thing I discovered by doing it that way, and you won't believe me when I tell you this, but you're going to go by a field in which you will find two camels standing there. Yeah. <laughs> Real oh. camels. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I did not see those when I did the ride. <laughs> I, I bet you, that's, no, you didn't go that way, and I bet you that's not what you're expecting me to say. <laughs> so what they're going to exactly. do is come down 101, and instead of turning that first turn to go into Pacific yes. City, there's a three-mile loop there's, that takes you down. There's a little bit going. Yeah, and then and just then, before yeah. you get, just when you get over the hill, there's another turnoff that comes back. So you kind of yeah. come around and this really long straightaway to get you back yeah. into Pacific City. So you still come in the grand entrance. Yeah. It's just going to be not around all the traffic because it is a little dangerous sometimes. I mean, yeah. there's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah, so it's a little bit longer on, on 101 and then you turn on to resort. Um, and that will bring you around and you get to come down that hill. So you will be able to have a really kind of fun, fast, sweeping entrance to the finish line. Um, so, Julian, so talk to us a, a little bit about l- l- lung, lung disease. Um, sure. I've got your slide thing here. Um, if we go through it kind of quickly, but give us some t- some highlights that people can understand. Because um, Okay. I think- so okay. if I asked you to guess how many lung diseases there are, 
Can anyone um, make a wild guess out there? How many lung diseases there are? Yeah. Kim? <laughs> uh, three? I'm probably so far off, it's not even funny. I'm afraid you are far off. It's There's actually 44, to which we now have to add 45, COVID. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's quite staggering, the number of lung diseases that, that, that we're dealing with. Um, so this is obviously, you know, the first slide two here are about the bike ride. So maybe we'll recap a little of that before we get to the, um, it is the best supported event in the Pacific Northwest, by the way. That's not a quote we made up. It's, it's no, that's not that. knows that, yeah. I think I gained weight on that ride because the food was so <laughs> So it was the beer. It's it's well, so there's the route. So you can see from this height it pretty much looks the same. Um you can see obviously this is how we figured out to make it a, a full century from Portland to the beach. So basically after Carlton we go down south for quite a bit before we turn out west again and then kind of head up north again. So it's that that's how we make sure that it is a full century. Um so in each of those green spots marks the rest stops. So um, I mentioned earlier that that we have these strategics that points that come in under our, um, our our mission statement. So defeating lung cancer is one of them. Now, championing clean air for all. This is very important because we have something called the Clean Air Report, and it's one of the greatest things we do. It comes out every year. It's in its 29th year this year, and it comes out next week on the 21st of April. And what's amazing about this is you go in, you put in your zip code and it will bring up the information for where you live. Like how clean the air is where we live. Yeah. And it will talk about the air in terms of particle pollution and ozone. Um, mm. And there's other interesting things that it does. Like we've, we each year we try to sort of add to it. And one of the things you're able to do this year is that if you live in a zip code that's part of a county part of which is a major metropolitan area. There are chances are going to be different, two different stories being told in that one mm. zip code. So you'll be able to actually click the metropolitan option to find out. Um, and it's really interesting because it, it grades on four or five simple things. And what's also great about it is, I think we've probably all been to where we've heard wonderful, amazing scientists talking, but it gets too technical. It goes over your head. You don't quite understand it. They have slides with squiggly things. And mm. whereas this way around, it's actually done in a way that the communication is very clear and it's easy to understand. Um, and it can also give you the trends. So you, mm. could, you might look at your county and go, well, that doesn't look so good, but it'll tell you, well, no, but it was worse last year. So while it's not great, you're heading in the right direction. Um, well, that'd be super handy, right? Like I'm looking for a home right now. And if you're looking in an area, yeah. you know, where's radon, you know, radon yeah. more, more um, impactful to people just so you know, and, you know, educate yourself. Yeah. It, it's, it's, and all of this, by the way, is on lung.org, which conveniently is up there. And if you want to educate yourself about anything to do with lung health, I would absolutely recommend you go there. Now, here's some fabulous numbers, fabulous in a good and a bad way. So you can see that basically we've been talking for what? I know it probably sounds like an hour the way I've been going, but we've only been talking for about <laughs> 10 minutes. So four people in that space have been told they have lung cancer. Ugh. Um, 
And as you mentioned lung cancer, do you want to say, Rick, or do you want me to say what is the second leading cause of lung you cancer? You say it. I, we already had this conversation. But okay, wait, Kim, what do you think it is? Did I tell you? No. The second leading cause? Yeah. Be, before, um, before, it, after tobacco. So tobacco is the main cause oh. of lung cancer. So what's then the second leading cause of lung cancer? Uh, I, vaping, that's on there. That, that actually counts as tobacco, but yes. And you can see there's a number there. There's 3.6 million youth are vaping. So that is, as the Surgeon General suggests. See, being, being in Oregon, Julian, I think a lot of people wouldn't guess this one because it's not that prevalent in a lot you of places. Know your, you know your stuff. It, it's yeah. prevalent, but it's not as prevalent. It has slightly lower than the national average. It's radon gas. So oh. radon gas is something that most of us, myself included, never think about except when you're buying or selling a house. And buried in amongst that, you know, report that you get that usually tells you there's a faucet in the wrong place and things like that or a crack in the roof. There's a radon report. And most of us just check that bit and go, well, that's one thing I don't have to worry about. And move on. But radon is actually it's a gas. It's natural gas that comes out of the ground. You can't smell it. You can't see it. And the problem is if you have a crack in the basement, it gets into the basement and it gets trapped Gosh. in there. And we all know how we love to use our basements, whether it's a, a den or where we do all our, our so, you know, we store our tool shed or whatever. So here there's like in, in Montana, it's fairly prevalent. And so every house we look at, you're seeing that. And some of them have uh, how do I, what do I say that, Julian? They have systems in them that basically suck the radon out with a fan. Yeah. And it and it so it's um, it, it takes care of the problem, but you have to know. So when you're looking at a house, we paid for all in all these houses we keep losing out on. Every one of them we're paying for we a keep paying for this. for a radon test to see where the level is to make sure. And the thing that people understand is it's different at different times a year. So once you have the test oh. done, you need to do it in the spring, the fall, and and all all throughout yeah. the year to kind of see what the the big picture is with radon. Oh, I'm still in Oregon. Yeah, most people only do it when they, when they buy or sell a house. Um, right. And you can get a radon. You can get a radon kit if you just go to um, just go online. You can get one. And I mean, I don't want to sound like the shopping channel, but you can get one if you go to long.org as well. Um, and we'll deliver it to get it sent to you. So, um, Julian, you'd have to do more like this. And today. <laughs> If you <laughs> if you call now, so Kim, what are we gonna do for them? <laughs> well, Rick, if you guys call and get a radon detector in your house, you'll see what you are living with. Yeah, so, that sounds a little bit scary. Oh my gosh, I had no Julie, idea. What is the one thing you want people to remember um, about lung issues um, that, that that they could really change? You know, something in their lives right now that you've only got one set of lungs, so you need to take care of it. Um, and really, if, if you can't breathe, you know, nothing else matters. Um, I think those, those are two things to really think about. So it's really, really important to take care of your lungs and never be afraid to ask a doctor a question. And if you don't understand the answer you get, if you've got something you're concerned about with your lungs, sit in that chair and keep asking till you get the answer in the way that you can understand it because it's your lungs and your health. And and everyone that I've ever known that died from emphysema or something like that, it's a terrible death. Mm. Just terrible. Mm. I mean, excruciating, horrible. And, 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 and it is something we can, 
do I would I would guess, and you correct me if I'm wrong. It is something that we can really do kind of control pretty well with what we don't do and what we what we stay away from. Now that we know about secondhand smoke and all that, I mean, it is something you can, for, for the most part, we can prevent with good habits and good behaviors and we we can we have to keep an eye on the vaping issue and youth and vaping because that that gets people hooked and then they switch oh, yeah. over to you know more sort of intensive nicotine products and you know i think there have been some general gains in the number of people no longer smoking but i think that's been reversed a bit um because of vaping, and also, frankly, because people have, have been very stressed throughout the last two years and have been right. at home a lot more, and, you know. Hey, Julian, what you, we, we, uh, like the week before the Reach the Beach, um, when it actually happens, like next month, um, get a hold of me, and let's try to do something beforehand just to kind of give one last like, Would you? would absolutely love to do that, and if anybody wants to ride in it, it's reachthebeachor.org. Um, it's such a fun ride. So just, it's yeah. such a beautiful ride. And I love the ending. I love the, the food. It is and, fun, and, and, <laughs> and I'm going to do one more bit of shopping channel. This is a sneak preview, if you can see it, of this year's shirt. Oh, I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, and they make bikes. That is a nice shirt. You get a certain amount of people and money, then you get a bike jersey. I have. Yeah. Once yes. you raise the minimum, you get the shirt. And then we have jerseys and shorts and jackets and all sorts of other good stuff as your fundraising keeps going up. All right, Mr. Julian, thank you so much for being with thank us. Thank you so much. It was great to be Me here. You. You're welcome, my All friend. right, happy long health to everyone. Yeah, awesome. so I'm so glad they're bringing that back this year. Oh my gosh, so, so fun. what else do we got going on for Easter there, Kim? I know. Oh I've got yeah, I know it's almost Easter here. here. Oh, you know what? Place. And we forgot, I forgot to send you our little question. We can still put it up. So um, yeah, Easter Sunday. I know not everyone celebrates Easter, but I thought it'd be fun to do an Easter related question anyway, if you guys want to guess. I did not know this, Rick. I don't know if you knew the answer either. How or why the tradition of dying eggs began? Do you have any idea? Why um, we die oh, eggs? Hold on. Okay. How? how... <laughs> Did yeah how why however you want to say it the tradition you know how we dye eggs. eggs i wonder if anyone out there yeah. i'll be impressed if you guys know this hey, off the top you guys, of this head. is our question for the night and <laughs> it's the new leaf hyperbarics question and wellness center mm -hmm. and if you yep. get this right the first person who gets it right will get 10 percent off of a hyperbaric treatment courtesy of matt mccarl and cc mccarl and the staff over there at new leaf hyperbarics and wellness center so yes that's while we go through, so gonna, Kim will go back and look, but I'm going to go on here and um, get her, her pictures up here because she's going to talk. We got elements oh, gosh. of okay. something going on, right? Yep. Okay. So there's stuff everywhere. So if you guys want to be involved in an Easter egg hunt this weekend, I guarantee you can find one. I was kind of overwhelmed with how many. They're all back in action. So there, um, a lot of the churches around this area are doing them and in other areas of Oregon too. Um, we've got Hasita Lighthouse is doing a brunch on the 17th. There's the giant uh, mega hunt at Willamette Lane. And then even King Estate has the Easter Bunny there and they're doing a champagne brunch. Um, I think at Valley River Center, you can get pictures. Anyway, so also Elements Health Club. We talked about this on Tuesday. They are doing a big, this is their first ever um, egg hunt and they're doing it after the game. So there's a baseball game. And then right after at 530, they're going to do eggs. They're giving away, I think Sarah said like 1200. I mean, they have a ton of eggs golden eggs that will have tickets to the for to other games free gym memberships t-shirts 
candy, of course. So that'll be a huge one if you guys want to join in on that. And I know that there's still room there. I think the Mega Hunt, there's still room to register. A couple of them have like filled up at Willamaline. So go in there and look if you guys are looking for an egg hunt. There are so many options this year. But the Easter Bunny thing, Rick, I know I was going to tell you. <laughs> so the Easter Bunny at Valley River Center has to correct me up because, oh. um, okay, we have baby bunnies that we're a surprise, as you know, um, and we'll talk about our baby bunnies, but this, this, this is the, I don't know if it's the same bunny that's going to be at Valley River Center. They, the kids were about, I think they were three or maybe not quite three this year. Um, Elena would not sit on his lap. Okay. And I, can you blame her? So yeah. Everett went right up there. Oh, this is why I'm in the picture. So she was in tears. I wish I had a picture of her in tears, refused to get up there. So finally I went up, he goes, why don't you just sit next to me? <laughs> so, so this is... <laughs> That was fun. So there we tried with the, uh, with the bunny. Um, anyway, so if you guys want your pictures with the Easter, <laughs> you can go do that. And then the huge egg hunts all over at different churches throughout the area. Um, I was in Sun River a few weeks ago when we did that and we, they have a underwater Easter egg hunt at the pool there. Okay. So these guys, so uh, those of you who are on my Facebook already know, but we thought we had two boy bunnies and we did not. And we have since have had a litter of bunnies and Rick, you raise bunnies. I know that's why you're laughing. These are um, hollow mops. They are adorable. And we are, of course, in heaven. Um, Elena loves holding them because they're so tiny right now, Rick, that you can just hold them. But they're starting to get squirmier. There's her favorite. When they're little, you know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wish they would stay this way. Um, Note to self from from one rabbit guy to to a rabbit girl. Yeah, Um, yeah. When the babies are supposed to be taken away, get them away from the mom. Because what's oh, happening is you yeah. end up with more bunnies because babies. Start, yeah, it's a weird little world out there. It's so weird. We had more litters. Of, true. I had more litters of rabbits because I didn't get the bunnies out in time, and you know, oh, there's my. a lot of incest in the rabbit world. They don't yes. Yes. Uh huh. So, uh huh. Yeah, we had to separate the dad right away, and now, yeah, with the babies, so. They, we will be, you know, getting rid of some. And uh, so they're super fun. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so that was a funny story. We were going to do live video, but we had soccer and football can't be out there. But Elena really wants to show you the bunnies. So maybe one of these shows, we will bring them on. You guys, Actually, nobody's answering our question. How did I know, does nobody know? eggs begin? We have prizes. I, we have if, prizes. And also, we can't leave you hanging. You won't know the answer. What you are, won't know the answer. I'm going to go. Should I I'm, give a... I'm going to put, give a, give one hint and then I'm going to bring Bill up and um, we'll do. The I'll new. give one hint and then you guys can guess during Bill. Um, it started with the color red. That's a pretty good. Hint, I, think. I don't know. Jack says, maybe it snowed on Easter. They colored the eggs so they could be found. Oh my gosh. That is such a good guess. That is not the answer. Uh, I was talking about the bunny. So Elena had to bring the dog. That is not the answer, but that is a good guess. Um, and <laughs> You guys will. I, I have faith. So started with the color red. That's a, that's your hint. Thank okay, you, you I'm know, gonna bring Easter, up Bill. Yeah. You guys guess during the newscast. Yes. Okay, here Thank we go. go. This is Dr. Michael Brown from Cristano. Too many good people are leaving Oregon. Why? Because people like you and I have sat back for years and allowed these radicals to slowly take control. They have infiltrated every aspect of our lives, from school board members to governor. Well, I say this stops now. Let's take back Oregon. Stop talking about change, actually do it. Why? Because if you are like me, I love Oregon and I'm not leaving. Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM, 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London. All right, here's a look at some of the stories that we're following. 
Well, a new woke study shows that there's nearly a thousand racist or derogatory names in national parks across the country, including here in Oregon. One Oregon State University professor helped develop a new way to identify and change those names. Natchi Burnt is an associate professor at OSU and says, we were just trying to look at how many there are out there, what do they look like, and how do we categorize them? Once we started looking at it, we created a system. Researchers studied 2,200 place names in 16 national parks across the United States, stretching from Arcadia and Maine to volcanoes in Hawaii. And the researchers found that several names of trails, lakes, and many other things inside national parks have harmful or racist names. A total of 960 place names were deemed to have at least one racial, racist, or derogatory title. That includes Crater Lake National Park. Barnt said the ones at Crater Lake National Park include Scott Bluffs, Steel Bay, Wheeler Creek, Devil's Backbone, don't want to insult Satan, and Crater Peak. Crater Peak apparently triggers people that have bad complexions. Anyway, she said that it was broken down into three categories, derogatory, erasure, and or has dimensions of racism and colonialism. From there, National Parks, Burnt says, can reconsider names and replace them, something that Burnt says is overdue. Baristas and other employees at a Eugene Starbucks have voted to unionize. It is the first in Oregon and the latest in a nationwide push to organize the gigantic coffee shop chain. The South Eugene Starbucks unanimously approved the formation of a union. It makes it the fourth U.S. Starbucks location in the last three days to win their union vote unanimously, including one in Pittsburgh that also voted to unionize on Wednesday. So yeah, we got a bunch of snow, we got a bunch of rain, and there's potentially more in the forecast. Well, climatologists say that this snow and rain event across the Pacific Northwest this week could increase Oregon water supplies, slow snow melt, and lengthen the irrigation season. The impacts, though, will vary by region, and experts predict drought conditions are going to persist. In Oregon, Larry O'Neill, state climatologist and professor at Oregon State University, said the statewide average snow water equivalent April 11th was 69% of normal compared to 57% of normal the previous week. Meanwhile, Scott Oviat, the snow survey supervisor for the Natural Resources Conservation Service, says that if you're reliant on irrigation or surface water in the southeastern two-thirds of Oregon, you need to have a contingency plan and be prepared for water shortages. Long-term U.S. mortgage rates continue to climb this week as the key 30-year loan rate reached 5% for the first time in more than a decade amid persistent high inflation. Freddie Mac reported today the average 5% rate on the 30-year mortgage was up from 4.72% last week. The average rates in recent months have been showing the fastest pace of increases 
since 1994. By contrast, a year ago, the 30-year rate stood at 3.04%. The average rate on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage jumped to 4.17%, up from 3.91% last week. With inflation at a four-decade high, rising mortgage rates, elevated home prices, and tight supply of homes available for sale, the goal of home ownership is now considered to be the most expensive in a generation. Home prices are up about 15% over the past year, and in some cities, it's up over 30%. Former House Speaker Tina Kotek leads State Treasurer Tobias Reed in the Democratic primary, but the majority of likely Democratic voters have yet to make up their minds about which candidate they're going to support. That according to a new poll released today that was paid for by Reed's campaign. Kotek held a 25 to 20 percent lead over Reed in the poll, which was conducted April 7th through the 11th, and it included 653 potential Democratic primary voters. The poll conducted by FM3 Research, with 56 percent of likely Democratic primary voters undecided on which candidate to support, and only two out of five was even interested in the gubernatorial primary. At this point, at least according to the pollsters, the Democratic primary is mostly still undecided. And agricultural experts in the United Nations are sounding the alarms over the potential for a global food shortage and skyrocketing food prices caused by the chaotic fertilizer market, which has been made worse by the war in Ukraine. Russia's invasion and the sanctions that followed have significantly increased the price of natural gas. That, believe it or not, is a key ingredient in fertilizer used for farming, and it rocked the world's supply of fertilizer. Russia and its ally, Belarus, two of the world's largest exporters of fertilizers, are being removed from the global supply chain as the U.S. and its allies are pressing economic sanctions. The UN Food and Agriculture Organization's food price index for March hit all-time highs for vegetable oils, cereals, and meat. Overall, the index rose 12.6% in February, reaching the highest level since the index was created in 1990. They say that surges in fertilizer prices could hamper efforts to fight off record high inflation, which jumped again last month to 8.5% and included increases in the cost of food. And it's also difficult for other fertilizer producers to fill the void left by Russia and Belarus. The price of natural gas has become preventatively expensive for some European producers to operate, causing them to just shut down fertilizer plants. All right, there you go. Can you get more real than that? Well, Rick, there's your challenge. Get more real, Rick. Roll us with the real or reality. It's reality, Rick. <laughs> He's never going to run out of those, is he? I don't think I know what reality is. Yeah. So Kim, I just got a text and our realtors told us we didn't get the house. Oh my gosh. It's number seven. They bid it up to a million dollars. Oh my gosh. Like, way over what it was asking. I can't believe people are paying this much over for houses right now. That's like 200,000. I mean, that's a lot of money. Hmm. Well, that's a lovely text. You're just used to those now, aren't you? (laughs) Look, I'm still smiling, Mm. but it's because it's just life. It's just what it is. Mm -hmm. I wonder, maybe I'll just wait 
<laughs> Kathy and I just go rent someplace and just sit yeah. and watch, watch the world fall apart. And then we'll, when the houses are all uh-huh. <laughs> worth nothing, then we'll yep. wait and buy I know several people doing that right now, actually. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably not a bad idea. So did anybody get our egg thing? Oh, yes. You know what? Deborah, and I didn't grab her last name, but I will, guessed it. So um, the, the red part, it was, yes, the blood of Christ. So it, this is Christianity. I should have been clear. Um, it's believed that the eggs were a forbidden fruit during Lent. And then at the end they would mark, you know, paint them and decorate them. And then they, the blood, the red was the blood of Christ. So, so here's another, in Christianity, it's believed the eggs were formerly oh, forbidden. Yep, there you go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, huh. Carol. <laughs> well, I always have thought, <laughs> cause I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of weird when it comes to this. It's like, I, I used to say nothing says East, nothing says Jesus dying on a cross like an Easter buddy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's how you mix two, you take all these traditions, you got pagan, you got the Christian, mm-hmm. and you throw everything together so everybody can be together. happy. You got Easter bunnies. And I wonder if Jesus is going, um, wait a minute. Um, I thought this was something <laughs> different than that. And how did I get it's a little different? And eggs? and don't forget Cadbury eggs and everything. Well, well, then they make, you know, then they make little chocolate crosses because, oh, I can feel better about eating the cross. Yeah. <laughs> That makes all the difference. Yeah, it? there's my ogre. That's my my Grinch uh, yes. about Easter. Kim, thank right. you. Have a nice Easter holiday and your yes. family and everything. Yes. Oh, and we we'll will. be back next week. This is our Friday, so we'll be back next week with more. And I have yes. Jessica Gomez on Monday. She's a really interesting woman out of Medford. Michelle Johannes called me. She's her campaign manager. Oh, Michelle. Oh, how funny. So she, Jessica's running for governor in Oregon. She's coming on. And then we have yeah. Parkinson's Awareness on Tuesday with Tuesday Elements Health Club. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Wednesday, Missoula parents are up in arms because a teacher handed out a, a list and it was t- oh. asking kids about different questions about um, heterosexuality, homosexuality, um, oh. and all this. And parents went nuts. So they, they contacted me. They heard about what we do and said, would oh, you put good. us on your show? So they're going to be on Wednesday. Uh, yes, and then, please. <laughs> and then on Thursday, one of our mutual friends, um, her um, Christy Kilcullen, uh, her, the anniversary of her husband's murder or killing is on the 22nd. And there's going to be a big um, uh, memorial out there at the site. And so oh, we're right. going to do something with one of her friends. Christy doesn't want to come on. And I understand because it's just a horrible thing for her. So uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Bills, a friend of both of ours, is coming on. She's a police officer, dear friends with Chris. And just talk about Chris and the event and why it's important yeah. to remember police officers and stuff. So we've got a really yeah, busy week years, next week. Has it been, Rick? Pardon me? How many years? Has it been? Um, 11. It'll be 11 years on Friday. Isn't that crazy? Okay. That is yeah. crazy. So sad. Anyway. All right, Kimberly. I'll let you okay. go to your family and have a good evening. All right. Thanks, you guys. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday. Okay. See you. Oh, and you got the name. We'll get to, we'll get that to Matt. Yes. Right? Okay. Is our winner. Okay. And uh, that's it for tonight, you guys. Um, we will take care of that name for you and get everything going. Um, and um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Oh, would you share this on your page so other people see it? Uh, real important information we had on here tonight. It'd be really helpful for you to do that. All right. Share it on your page. Have a good night. I will talk to you later. I'm going house hunting again tomorrow. <laughs> it's what I do.